Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to Perfect Person, the show where I'm perfect and you're a person. Today I had some orange wine during the daytime. Kind of a variation on what if a wine that was white was a skin contact wine. And I don't actually know what that means. But to be honest, gang, I'm smart for drinking it. I had something that was cool to have. Something that smart people are like, that's the wine that you should be having. It's cool, it's chic, it's trendy, and guess what? Uh, Scrooby? I'm alone in the studio. (laughs) Once again, I find myself alone in my studio for the triannual solo episode. I did one of these last year around Christmas time, and it was a treat. It was a whole-ass treat. I loved it. I thought it was like much more intimate than a regular episode. I've been doing callbacks on the Patreon native plug where I talk to people who I have given advice to that's changed their lives. It's changed their freaking mind houses. And so today, I'm going to be doing the solo style for the main Shan, for the, for the regular people, for, for the people out there that are just thinking, you know what? I'm a perfect person too, and I need help. So I'm going to be calling back my buddies here. You know what I mean? Giving them exclusive advice from the horse's mouth, not diluted by some cool comedian <laughs> or, or friend of mine or some influencer. I'm always having makeup influencers on here. I'd love to get someone that was really out of place. I don't know who that would even be. I probably would just be polite to them. I think if I had a guest that I wasn't that comfortable with in the studio or I felt like we didn't fit, I would cater the episode to make them more comfortable. Because by the way, I don't even have a personality at this point. I'm just mimicking what I know is going to make people feel chilled out. And that's on being a people pleaser. I'm a perfect people pleaser pumpkin eater. (laughs) Now, as always, (laughs) as always, if you like the show, you can rate and subscribe it on Spotify. And you can obviously tell your friends about the show. Because if you like the show, you're going to be like, hey, by the way, there's a show, Perfect Person. Guess what? You'd like it. It's actually fun and flirty. And if you love the show, you can consider joining us on Patreon. Let me take that again. If you love the show, you can consider joining us on Patreon where we have exclusive extended episodes of every single episode, as well as bonus episodes called Perfect Person Platinum where it's a show that's wilder and it's wilder and it's sexier. It's kind of crazy actually where I call back people that I've changed their lives and I've sent them out back onto this planet 
And they're here to report back to the horse's mouth, the horse being me. I'm as big as a horse. To tell me whether or not my advice changed their life or, in fact, made their life worst. To sure sauce. Well, let's get to the phone lines here. Um, we're going to be calling somebody back here that has a sugar daddy. Miles, I am calling with a serious problem. I need help about my sugar daddy. I need to know if I should tell my boyfriend about him or not. I'm not sure if this is cool with today's culture with y'all, but give me a call back. I seriously need your help. Okay, thanks. Bye. Telling my boyfriend about my sugar daddy feels like something that you should probably do, but I'm going to need a little bit more info so I can really find out what it is to be a sugar daddy. Hello. Hello. You called Perfect Person, and I'm here to call you back. Miles. Finally, I've been waiting for you to call me back for so long. (laughs) Well, okay, so first of all, first bombshell of the episode is that I'm in the studio alone on the triannual solo episode of the year. Oh, okay, okay, perfect. Even better, even better, because I am feeling really vulnerable and I don't want to be judged by too many people. So just you, that's better. I won't be judging you today, but I will be lasered in. (laughs) On your issue with 100% attention, okay? So you're not going to be able to squirm. I'm not going to be able to squirm around, oh, the guest says something, and then I'm distracted. 100% of my flawless powers are being devoted to exactly your issue at exactly this time. Tell me what's going on in your life. I have a sugar daddy, and Mm. we've been in a relationship for like three years. Um, and it's your typical type of like arrangement where we hang out, he like pays my rent, all those normal things. Um, and he's a lot older than me, but here's the deal. I have a, a new boyfriend and we're sort of like getting serious and it's progressing, but I've never told him about this other relationship that I have. And it's not, we're not exclusive yet, the boyfriend and I. So uh-huh. I'm wondering like, can I tell him? So I have two options in my brain. I can either cut it off with sugar daddy or I can tell the boyfriend and try to continue the other relationship, but I don't know which way to go. So I need your advice. Okay. So I'm going to need a ton more clarification because this is so interesting to me. So you've got your sugar daddy, (laughs) right? And you said he does stuff like Uh he pays my rent and we hang out. What do you do when you hang out? Is he coming over and you guys are going to cold stone to get like a Hershey's little mix up or like, what is hanging out with your sugar daddies? You know, first of all, and uh, well, can you give me a fake name so they can refer to you um, during the call without giving away your um, your identity? Yes, let's go with Mia. I'm Mia. Mia, what are you doing when you're hanging out? Uh, we it's sort of like a typical relationship. Like we kind of go on dates, like we go out to eat. You know, I mean, we don't really like go to the movies or things like that because he's kind of like old and grouchy, but. We spend time together, like, go on trips. He travels for work, so I'll travel with him. And we mostly spend time together in hotels because he travels. Um, okay. And Got it. So, and, and the question I had, and so yeah. the question I had, yeah, the question I had that I'm sure that you're wondering if I had was already answered, by the way. Because, so, so he, yeah. yeah. So you're, yeah. you're yeah. sugar. Yeah. Got it. So. There is an, ex- and I hate to put it this way, but there's an exchange of goods, Mia. 
Yeah, that's that's part of it. It's not always there. Like it's not like we have to fool around and get you know freaky. Yeah, but it does happen. Okay. Um, and we like we both appreciate it. I have fun. He has fun. Um, yes, that does happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, so here's what I'll say. Now, uh, okay, so you're in this line of work. Obviously, it's become lucrative for you. Is this your primary line of work, or uh, do you do other no, stuff? No, for a living? No. no. Yeah. No. I work. I have a real job, like a career. I'm actually not even like I'm in my early 30s, so I'm not even your typical like person that you are probably picturing. I have like a legit career and everything. This just sort of happened. You're an untraditional, you know, sh- untraditional sugar baby. Yes. <laughs> Got it. Because then that's the term. And by the way, to be clear, is that's the term I should be using? Sugar baby? I think so. I, yeah, I don't like tell my friends. I don't use that word with my friends or anything, but we'll go with it. Yeah, it seems appropriate. <laughs> what do you, how, well, I guess my question is, how do you refer to your, what you do um, uh, to your friends? Like if you were describing what you do, would you say I have a sugar daddy? No, I just tell them that like there's this older guy who I have a relationship with and he likes to pay for things for me because he will also like, like, I think he might buy me a new car eventually. You know, he'll just kind of give me money. Yeah. That is like (laughs) unbelievably financially lucrative. Okay. So, (laughs) so (laughs) gotcha. I see your conundrum here. Well, here's what I'll say. Tell me about the person that you started dating because I want to hear about them and how you met that person. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, so he's like my age, he's, you know, in his thirties and we basically, we started out in a very like casual relationship and he's great. I'm like totally in love with him. Like actually in love versus obviously the other relationship does not include love. It's just for fun. Yeah. Um, but this guy, my, my boyfriend, I guess I will call him. Um, he's like the love of my life. And I probably like, if he asked me to marry him in the next six months, I would like probably hop on it. Cause I'm just so in love and infatuated with him and he's amazing he's like incredibly smart he's like career driven all of these things that you look for in a, in a real partner yeah so yeah so basically it's just it's been very casual but it's starting to like i suspect that we're gonna have the um exclusivity talk soon yeah. and i just i I don't know what to do. I'm feeling a little in too deep with the other things. So what do I do? Okay. So here's my thinking on this. You can't be on a plane to Mykonos when he's asking you to be exclusive. (laughs) But I do think that probably, okay. So I think you want to, if you haven't met, how long have you been dating this guy casually? Well, on and off about a year. Okay, gotcha. So on and off, long. on and off, about a year. So probably too long for something. <laughs> Does he is he aware that you're yeah. seeing other? Is he aware that you're seeing other people? Yes, um, but I to be honest, I haven't told him about this. Like I'm sort of uh, feeling judged about it, and so I've been like, I haven't, I haven't been honest with him about this though. He knows that there's other people, but he doesn't know the, you know, the terms of this relationship. Okay, so here's what I'll say. I think that you should give this information to him in chunks. I don't think you should. Okay. I, I, and I don't think you should lie. I don't think you should, because I don't think that that would be right. But I do think that right, right. it is going to probably be a little bit overwhelming all at once. And I think that right. probably... What you want to do is start by saying, hey, I just feel like you should know because things are kind of getting more serious and I want to... Well, first of all, in terms of what you should do, I'm a big fan of following your heart. So if you are feeling like... You just said, if this person proposed to you, you would marry them, which to me is like, is love worth more than a new car? That's up to you to decide. 
but, but that's up to you to decide. I can't tell you that. I can't do the math on that for you. But I do think that um, if you are feeling like love feelings for for uh, this person, that you probably should stop um, going on business trips with uh, your sugar daddy. Um, now, right, that right, being said, yeah. I wouldn't use the term sugar daddy to your loved boy, your loved <laughs> boyfriend at first. What I would first say is there's this okay. older gentleman that I've been seeing for a while. It's really casual and he just sort of, he'll fly me places and like, that's really fun. But I want to kind of not do that anymore to spend time with you. Then like, like that, mm. the part where you're like, he pays like for me to do a lot of stuff and he, he pays my rent. That's like a lot. I think just like, right. you just want to dole out information like this. Cause again, like if this guy's aware that you're, you haven't really, I don't know. <laughs> this is interesting. I'm very out of my depth. <laughs> I'm willing to tell you that you've done nothing wrong because you said this was a casual, oh, wow. I, because you said this is a casual relationship and the guy is aware that you're seeing other people, right? Yes. Yes, that is true. And, um, like he knows, he, he knows that there's other people and I know that he's seen other people. I just haven't told him the actual terms of it. Like that the guy's older and that, you know, again, the like exchange yeah. of money that's happening. Yeah. I haven't <laughs> told him about those things. Yeah. And that's between <laughs> like, that's sort of, <laughs> I hate to say this. And by the way, there might be commenters that disagree with me. That's sort of your business though, <laughs> as of now. <laughs> I don't okay. know. I don't know. The phone, the phones are ringing off the hook. No, I kind of think that that's your business as of now, because he's aware that you're seeing other people. You're not lying about that. The exchange of cash and the sugar daddiness of it all, the, sh- the sweetness of it all, really the sugar, the yeah. spice, definitely the spice part is going to, what he's going to be interested in. Cause I would imagine that his question, his first question. Oh, my light's going off. Hang on. The guy hit the motion sensor. So I I would imagine, again, because this is new. This is new territory for me. I would imagine his first question is going to be, does the exchange of goods include like physical intimacy? And I guess what will your response be to that to him? Well, I'm sort of hesitant with that language because I don't want that to be the actual assumption that it's like physical... Um, physical things in exchange for money because truthfully that's not really what it is. That's I a mean, great point. It's, yeah. it's more, yeah, yeah. It's more like we have this relationship that he does not want somebody, he doesn't want me to fall in love with him because of his lifestyle and the fact that he's, you know, 15 years older. I mean, all these uh-huh. things. So he's sort of putting these parameters on the relationship and by giving me money, it um, sort of prevents that, like, I'm falling in love and I want to marry you and all these things. It sort of keeps me at arm's distance yeah. and makes it transactional. I, I think that makes so, sense. Yeah. And I would, I would say, yeah, in terms of, I think you're totally right. Like to be careful with the language you put around it to be like, this is kind of a <laughs> different thing. I would imagine that he's probably going to be like, actually, I don't know. I could go totally other way. I'm trying to put my position in his shoes. I'm seeing someone casually and then it kind of go, honestly, though, this person likes you. I would imagine that this person, the person you're dating, the boyfriend type, mm-hmm. likes you yeah. for who you are. And who you are is somebody that is fun. You're willing to take risks. You're willing to do stuff that is a little like, quote unquote, maybe edgy. Maybe like, let's, oh, it's like a little risky. It's fun. Like this guy is paying me for me. Like this boyfriend person likes you because of those qualities that have led you to do this right. thing. So I would argue 
that if you're in a casual relationship, as long as you have not lied in the past, have you lied about any of this or no? Um, no, I haven't. I just have not told him things. Like I've gone on a couple trips that I haven't told him about going on the trip, but I haven't, I haven't like, he, he knows that there's other people. I just haven't told him all of the details. So I don't, that's, right. I'm not sure how to answer that question, but no, I think that that's, yeah, I think you definitely need to bring this up with him soon. And I think probably you need to tell the daddy <laughs> with this, right, tell, right. tell the sugar daddy, Hey, I'm going to have to put a pause on my sugar baby duties. Um, because well, so I kind of already have, okay. I did do that because I was like, shoot, this is getting serious. So I just kind of have been like told him that I'm busy and I haven't really given him the details and he's understanding, but I'm also willing to end that. I mean, it will kind of suck because I'll lose that extra cash each month, but I am like willing to just end it. But if you think that I could maybe continue both, then I would much rather do that. Okay. So that's between you and the person. I would say, and everyone's different. Like, you know, I'm not somebody that uh, operates necessarily that way. Like if I wanted to date someone and have them be exclusive, it feels like you're sort of like feeling like there's a next step. and what that next mm-hmm. step looks like for him and you it just depends on your relationship. Like for me, the next step from casual mm-hmm. to a relationship means like something that's more monogamous. Um, but that's not true for everybody. Right. You know, this guy might be like, Oh, well the next step just means that like we're more emotionally intimate with each other, but you're still able to do this thing with this guy that pays your rent. But honestly, I would, right. I would also approach that in chunks, <laughs> get the information out and then see if, and I, I, I wouldn't in the same conversation be like, by the way, I have a sugar daddy. Is it cool if, if he buys me a house? And also I want to marry you. Like I would say that all this information, <laughs> I would just, just put it, dole it out over the course of several really great breakfasts <laughs> at, a, okay. At, okay, a, so at, at a quality diner. Chunk. Yeah. Chunk. Okay. I'm going to say, okay, this is actually very helpful. Okay. I'm glad I could be helpful. I think you're going to do great. Um, I would also say for something like this, that, uh, is just a little bit of a bombshell. I would leave room for him to have a reaction. That's like, I feel wrong somehow. And you don't have to give into that because I, again, I don't really think you've done anything wrong, but leave room, uh, for sensitivity on his end. You know what I'm saying? So like he okay. might be like, I feel yeah. whatever. And just be like, Hey, I, I totally get that. Uh, from my perspective, it was this, I think just like, if you keep it calm, cool and level and be able to explain it and also empathize, then I think you're going to be so gravy that it's literally money. Sugar daddy style. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. This is okay. I, I like that. Okay. I will be, you know, empathetic and, and, and open to hearing his, feelings. That's actually good advice also. Okay. Yes. Um, well, thank you so much for calling in. This is absolutely a fascinating conundrum and I'm glad that I've solved it perfectly and your life's never going to be the same. Thanks, Miles. Bye. Bye. Eating food is something I love to do. <laughs> it's the best part of my day. And luckily eating better is easy. 
with Factors delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. And let me just tell you, the two-minute window that it takes to get ready is absolutely the thing for me because I'm a busy beaver. Okay, I'm going everywhere. I've got a little son. He goes to bed. I'm exhausted at the end of the day, and I want to eat something yummy. And Factor is there to help me thrive. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Factor sent me a bunch of meals, and I licked the plate clean. Specifically, the filet mignon and mushroom risotto I found to be delish. Also, they sent me some wellness shots, and I gotta tell you, kicking my day off with a wellness shot, we did one with cayenne pepper. We did one that was like all that juicy, juicy green stuff. I loved I thought it was like fantastic, and I could not get enough of it. Head to factormeals.com slash perfectperson50 and use code perfectperson50 to get 50% off. That's code perfectperson50 at factormeals.com slash perfectperson50 to get 50% off. Shrimp and cocktail, peanut butter and jelly. These are iconic duos. But what about the iconic duo when it comes to growing your business? That's you and Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling vintage swords or, of course, lovely little clam tarts. <laughs> Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered, baby. No matter how big your business gets, Shopify's there to help you scale and grow while you're selling one clam tart and while you're selling a million clam tarts by the seashore. It's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklyn, and, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. So sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash perfect person, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash perfect person now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash perfect person. If you're selling stuff, then you're going to want to check this puppy out. Incredible. Obviously, as like, that is what this calls where I'm just like, I just got to fucking hunker down and get into this meat because I'm obviously not. Well, no, just kidding. I am qualified. I'm qualified for any and all issues. And I actually think that I solved that pretty perfectly. Um, I think I don't, I think I knew a couple people with sugar daddies when, when I was younger. Um, and the longevity of the sugar daddiness is honestly what is impressive to me. It's been a while, but if I found out that Sarah had a sugar daddy, after we'd started dating, I probably would have some concerns. I'd probably, I would just be like, huh, this probably would have been helpful information for me to have, but I get it that you didn't tell me, but yeah. Anyway. Um, wow. Truly. That's so interesting. Okay. We got another caller here. The phone's ringing off the damn hook and obviously, um, we're going to need to get to the people to get to their conundrums because guess who? And by guess who? I mean, it's time to get ready to rip. 
Here's another voicemail. Hi, Miles. My roommate's sister has been crashing on our couch for two months now. How do I get her out without ruining my friendship with my roommate? Thank you. This is a classic conundrum, by the way. How do I get someone who's crashing on my couch to get the hell out of here? Because I want my freaking sofa back. Let's get a little bit more information. Holy shit. Hello, you called perfect person, and I'm here to call you back to solve your issues. Holy crap, hi. Hi, how's it going? I'm alone in the studio. I'm watching Bluey. You're watching what? You're alone? <laughs> Bluey. Bluey? Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm a little intoxicated right now. I'm watching the Bluey the Little Dog. <laughs> Bluey the Little... The show. Is it like a Blue's Clues thing? Bluey feels, and I hate to say this, a little too close to Blowy. And I hate to say it, <laughs> but I Blowy the Dog is not... It is the <laughs> it's not appropriate. Okay. No. <laughs> so tell me, so so tell me, first of all, tell me your name or a fake name that you want me to call you during the, the duration of the call. Bluey. Let's go Bluey. Bluey. Yeah. Bluey. Thank you so much for calling. <laughs> so you have, you have, uh, your roommate's sister has been crashing on your couch. Tell me about the situation. Tell me about your relationship with the roommate and the roommate's sister. Um, my roommate was, um, randomly assigned and um, we're in one of those like college apartments but mm. I I love her she's great um, I have two roommates including her so there's three of us here gotcha um, it's not very big the apartment but you know all things considered it gets the job done um, <laughs> gotcha. about two months ago the sister came in um, I was supposed to stay here for a week then that became two weeks and then that became her looking for a place to move down here in our like town. And now we're two months um, here and it, I don't, there's no end in sight miles. I don't know what okay. to do. Okay. So is there some sort of tragic backstory where your roommate sister's family was killed by like Wolverines or something, or is she just looking for a place to stay? <laughs> um, they're in Spain, like the whole country Spain. Um, and okay, them- <laughs> so, so no, I think is the answer. They're just kind of in Spain. <laughs> They're out of reach. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so got it. How old is the sister? Um, 24, and okay. I'm 21. Yeah. So you're 20. <laughs> okay, so you're 21, <laughs> and somehow this 24 year old, which at this point might as well be a boomer. You know what I'm saying? staying staying on your couch and you're like why i mean this is a good question now um was there ever a group text or a family meeting between the house the the houses the the sister of the traveling pants where you guys were all like hey by the way my sister's gonna be here and um i just want to let you guys know was that ever established or did it just sort of start happening it was established but she was basically like one week we're good and then it was, oh, like, actually, I think we're, she thinks, I think we're going to have her move down here and we're going to start looking for a place. And then that became one week of looking for a place, but she can't, she has really bad credit and she can't put down a deposit. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then that went to like, we're here at two months. Also, I was like the, my other two roommates went out of town for like spring break. So it was just me and her here. 
and she started bringing her like Tinder hookups. No, and I had to talk to her and be like, "Way that's so <laughs> gross, Blowy." I'm sorry to call you Blowy. Blowy. I don't. Let's use a different name, Kate. I don't know. Let's use a different name. Okay, so Kate, <laughs> Kate, um, I can't do the other name. Okay, so Kate, um, uh, that's crazy. So she was hooking up with people on the couch or just bringing them over. Um, bringing them over, but there definitely was like some foreplay in the living room. But Ew, God, no one that is here. so foul. There was foreplay <laughs> in the <laughs> foreplay in the shared living room. Maybe the episode title, but um. So okay, now okay. So she's bringing over. That's so inappropriate. Okay, here's the thing. All you can control is you. You know what I'm saying. So that's why you're going to build yeah. this. Girls, credit. No, I think what you should do is I think that you should have a meeting and say, hey, I think it's only fair. Your sister's been here for a while that she start contributing to the rent of the place. Does she contribute to the rent now or no? No, she doesn't even buy her own groceries. Okay. But she has like an online job. So I don't know what, like she's sitting on money, Miles. You need to confront this with your friend. Because you're friendly with the girl mm-hmm. whose sister it is, right? So I would say, just have, be like, hey, how's it going? I just had a question. Uh, not in front of the sister, by the way. Not in front of the sister, because that could be crazy. Oh, no. The sister could be like, well, if I fucking, whatever. Like, you know, she could do something nuts. <laughs> and who knows? She sounds unhinged, by the way. She's <laughs> giving handies in the oh living room God. for all that we know. So it's like, <laughs> we gotta... She's crazy. Yeah, that's, that's... She's one of those people that, like, falls in love in, like, one day. And... It's all like it's just been crazy. Like she'll cry in the living room. I'll wake up in the morning to her crying on the couch on the phone. Oh no! Yeah. By the way, I love that. Like she was bringing over hookups in the living room, and you were like, the craziest thing she could possibly do is fall in love at first sight. (laughs) 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 Isn't that so crazy? And it's like I feel like there's other about me. Yeah, there's like other stuff on the table that's way weirder. But um. Okay, so yeah, I think you need to talk to the your actual roommate and say, "Hey, you said she was going to be here for a week, and she, it's just been a lot longer than that." I get it; like it's taking you guys a while to find a place, but I think she has to contribute to the rent because she's been here for for a long time. It means we can't use the living room. She's sharing our facilities, our utilities, all that stuff. Um, how would this? It doesn't have to be like an equal split because she's staying in the living room, but just like find mm-hmm. enough, just like, and maybe you could talk to the other roommates about this situation. And be like, hey, we were kind of talking. It's just like we pay a lot for rent and times are tough for everybody. But would it be okay if she started contributing to the rent um, here? Or she starts staying in her roommate's room. They do that sometimes, but I never know. Like some nights she's on the couch. Other nights she's in like her sister's room. Mm. It's, I think it would be good to like, because I need couch time. I've been in my room a lot more instead of in the living room. Yeah. But- I think that, I mean, yeah, you just got to get money from this person. Like, you can't demand that they move out because they're like a friend of the thing. You know what I mean? That's such a weird precedent to be like, oh, then you can't have guests over or something. But I like, even though that's not true, Mm -hmm. like this is such an egregious abuse. But I would say, yeah, like you got to get cash. Get that shmoney. How much is your rent? 540. 540. Yeah. Demand half that from the girl as well. Or like... Demand that every, like everyone should be paid for the inconvenience. So if your rent, if everyone's rent is five forty, mm-hmm. then like have her pay. You know, have everyone's rent be knocked down by fifty bucks, and she pays two hundred and fifty or something. It's like 
she just, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it just doesn't make any sense that she would be able to live there scot-free. You also don't have to come off yeah. like a jerk in this. Just be like, hey, I was just thinking, would it be okay if this? Start with a would it be okay if this? And if that doesn't work, you go more insane. Would it be okay if this works? Oh, yeah? Well, I'm arresting your sister. No, like, would it be okay if this works? And then if that doesn't work, then you're going to want to do like a, um, hey, it's important to me that we do X. Uh, But start with the path of least resistance. And then if the path of least resistance doesn't work, then I want you to create the most resistant path forward and I want you to go for it. Okay. Big time. Should I bring like my, my brother and have him like sleep on the couch with her, you know? You should bring your, really, yeah, you should bring your brother, have your brother sleep on the couch, be like, oh yeah, well, you guys are sharing now. And guess what? My <laughs> brother has sleep apnea and he's gonna be on CPAP. No fucking way. Your brother uses that CPAP, baby. So your brother's gonna be on the CPAP and he's gonna be sleeping in the same couch as the sister. That's so funny. Wow, I really called out your brother. It's like my dad has it and my brother has it, but he doesn't want to admit it, but I can't share a room with him anymore. Like, Oh yeah. Oh. That's tough. Well, That's, and, you're psychic. Miles. I'm, I'm a little psychic. Just a li- just a hint, <laughs> just a hint. One time this psychic, by the way, this is crazy. I remember when I was like 13 or something, maybe younger, I was in Florida with my grandparents and this woman came up across this restaurant. She was staring at me and she just goes, hi, I was just reading your aura from across the room and it is fucking off the charts. She like, was a local psychic. And she was like, can I read your palms? And I was like, I don't know, I guess. And she read my palms. It was like, you're going to write a book one day and then you're going to go on a big, have you written a book? I have not written a book yet, but I thought about it. Hey, but, um, uh, then she she was like, thank you. Then she was like, um, also you're going to go on a big trip. And I was like, okay, it was very interesting. But anyway, that's enough. That's enough about me. Um, get this gal out of your house. And thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate it. Of course. Thanks so much, Miles. Yeah. Um, you should check out Bluey. <laughs> I'm definitely going to be checking out Bluey. Let me look up Bluey the dog. Sorry, B-L-U-E-Y. It's just so close to yeah. Bluey. Now, Australian animated series. <laughs> wow, Bluey the dog. Doesn't look at anything. Not blue. Oh, no, Bluey is blue. I see this. Bluey has a, a, a black like eyes and then is a blue body. I mean, this is a pretty cool dog. Yeah. I'll be honest. Um, okay. Well, I, everyone check out Bluey and thank you so much for calling in Kate. All right. Thanks so much. Bye. Yeah. That's a no go situation, by the way, you got to get cash. I think it's also just like in every situation I've been in, that's like kind of adjacent to that. Everyone was just so worried that like everyone's going to get mad at them. Like I, when I was like, Oh, my friend's going to stay here for like a week. Is that okay? Like, are you sure that's okay? And we're all like, yeah, like, I guess that's okay. Like, I don't know. It's just so brazen to be like, they're going to be here for a night and then they're there for so long. Yeah. That's pretty buck wild. If you ask me and by buck wild, I mean big buck hunter wild. Let's call someone back. This is a question about a cruise. Hey, Miles. So um, I'm going on a cruise in like two months with this girl that I I really don't like. And, you know, seven days on a boat with a girl that I don't get along with at all. So uh, I'd really like some help uh, navigating through that. So give me a call. This sounds like a classic romp between two gals. There's no way. 
Hello. You called perfect person, and I'm here to call you back. Oh, my gosh. I think I'm going to start crying. <laughs> Don't cry. I'm Everything so, is I've okay. been waiting for this for so long, and I saw the, the Beverly Hills thing and i was like no way that's right i want to make it very clear that i don't live in beverly hills that's just the phone number that i use no there it's very i think that those titles are usually inaccurate yeah i want everyone to know out there that i'm not like hanging out in beverly hills i'm nowhere near that popular and or cool i live under the hollywood sign no i'm just kidding okay so um, I live on the Hollywood sign. I live on the Hollywood sign. That's right. Well, so thank you so yeah. much for calling in. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your name or a fake name that I can use for you? Um, you give me a name. Paula. 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 Okay. <laughs> All right. So Paula. Now I uh, I saw your voicemail, and the first thing I'll say is that um, how did you get into this big conundrum? Also, I figure I should let you know I'm alone in the studio for the triannual solo episode. Honestly, I'm really happy about that, which I love when you have guests, but the the solo ones are just so much more awkward. Like, why not? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They're not awkward. I shouldn't say that they're awkward, but like, they're perfect. Thank you so much. I'm happy to do the most awkward of episode course. of all time, and I'm hoping that this takes the cake for the most awkward call. Let's go. But let's do it. Let's do it. But um, yeah, so uh, tell me what's going on with this cruise. I'm going to try to make it short because it's a long story, but my mom is a travel agent. She loves to do her little cruises. If you ever need a little, I'll, I'll plug her, not actually, but you know, if you ever need a cruise, I'll get you in there. Big time. But she basically, we have like these family friends and I went to high school with their daughter. She grew up with like the parents and we're going on this cruise with like a bunch of different families. And she said she wasn't, they weren't coming. And then next thing you know, Elena, they're coming. And I'm mm. like, that's, terrible because me and the daughter we went to high school together and we were like best friends at one point Mm. and then we just we just don't get along like at all but um yeah hang on and we'll hang (laughs) this girl just came in my room and i was like give me a minute but um hang on get along what what happened because it sounds like it sounds like oh there's the record scratch again it sounds like it sounds like something happened or there was a was there a falling out or was just sort of a general fade away well okay so me and this girl were like best friends freshman year of high school and then like she just kind of started being a little bit pretentious like acting like, oh, I'm better than everybody else. Mm. And I was like, okay, like I don't really vibe with this at all. Interesting. Now, what would, what would she and, do that would um, mark it to you that she felt that she was better than everybody else? Was she sort of like okay. looking at your clothes and saying, no chance? <laughs> okay, I'll give you the whole little, I'll make it quick, but I'll give you the spiel. Basically, she like co- started copying everything I do And, like, when we were freshmen, I dated this kid she went to middle school with. And, like, he it was a really nasty, like, sort of breakup. Like, he was, like, oh, like, running around the whole school talking crap about me. And she took his side. Yeah. Then. Okay. Yeah. Like, that's not really because we were best friends. Like, that's just not the vibe. Yeah, that's not the vibe big time. So you felt that she didn't have your back as a friend. No. And then, like, she kind of started, like. I don't want to say like copying everything I do, but like I had these two, I had like these purses and then she bought like the same ones, but told me I wasn't allowed to buy the same things as her. <laughs> gotcha. And I was like, okay. And how old like, are you? That's how, a little odd. How old are you now? 
I'm a freshman in college. So you're a freshman in college now. And a lot of this sort of... And we go to the same school. You go to the same college. Got it. So, well, here's the question. Yeah. Do you interact with her at college at all? Yeah. You do? Is she a part of your friend because group or no? We, it's, it's just like I have a lot of family friends that go here because we go to a pretty big school. Okay. And so whenever like she, or I guess like if we're going, like all of our cousins are going out or all of like our family friends are going out, like we will have to interact with each other. And then we live pretty close. Like we're only like two dorm buildings away from each other. So mm-hmm. we'll just run into each other. And when you run into each other, is there, uh, are there niceties that are shared? Or are you like stone cold? It's like bad to see her. No, it's like, I am, we're both really nice to each other, but there's like an understanding that like, we know we both don't like each other. Interesting. And from your end, does that come? Because look, here's what I'll say. You're in college now. And obviously, it's hard when people from your past... I was kind of lucky where I felt like I went to college and not a lot of people from my high school went to college with me, even though I, I went to the local college. like I went to UNC Chapel Hill and I grew up yeah. in that town. But I yeah. felt lucky that I didn't have... Sometimes like people change in college, I find. like your personality, People's personalities mm-hmm. change. They get different and whatever. I felt very lucky that when I went to college, I didn't have anybody from my high school group that kind of was like, oh, well, you were this way before, you know, and, and, and kind of mm-hmm. keeping that attachment. So my question for you, do you feel like mm-hmm. you've changed your personality and get ready because this is going to be gotcha journalism 101? Do you feel Let's like... do it. Do you feel like you've changed your personality at all? from when these fallings out happened. Um, and now do you feel like you've grown or evolved or changed at all? Um, I want to say this. So like the fallings out that happened kind of happened over like freshman, like senior year. Yeah. So we'd become like, we'd be friends and then we'd start not liking each other. And like, it's just kind of like a back and forth and like, we'll get together and we'll like have a good time, but we never really want to like, you know, keep that friendship going. Yeah. And I think that like, I haven't really like changed. I think I've grown in the sense that like, I understand people and I understand where they're coming from. Yeah. But I think I've pretty much like stayed the same personality wise. Mm-hmm. I don't really know if that's what you're asking. Yeah. That's kind of what and, I was like, asking. To, for a little bit of context, I hung out with her the other day because yeah. I brought my car to school and I texted her and I like, just to be nice. I was like, you know, cause our, our parents are friends. I was like, Hey, I have my car. If you need me to take you anywhere, let me know. Yeah. She was like, Oh, like I'd love to go to target, took her to target. It was, it was fine. But like, I just, hmm. I can't handle seven days on a ship with her. Cause I think I'll throw her off the boat. Okay. Gotcha. Well, here's what I'm going to tell you. Here's what I'm going to tell you, yeah. Paula. Okay. Get ready. Cause this is going to be a major record scratch bombshell. Okay. <laughs> so, I get that you've had this past drama and you're kind of on cordial terms now. And what I'll say is like, I've had friendships like this that ended poorly and then time passed and eventually it was fine. And part of me held on to how annoying it was to have to deal with the past thing. And I think the unfortunate thing for you (laughs) and the pill that I'm going to give you to swallow (laughs) is holding Mm -hmm. on to, um, a friendship breakup or fallout when it no longer serves you is, uh, Oh, my, yeah. my light is turning off. Hang on. There we go. Okay. Oh, get it. There, oh, got so it. Honored that happened during my call. I know. Can you <laughs> Holding on to friendship drama when it no longer serves you is, uh, only going to end up giving you pain 
and uh, isn't going to end up making your life any better. And what I mean by that is, okay, look, if you were still in high school and uh, mm-hmm. you're this person's in your friend group, they're talking shit about you or whatever, then holding on to the friendship yeah. drama will serve you because you're like, no, fucking this person like was weird to me in the past. And I think they're going to still be weird to me. So I don't want to say something to them. That's going to, they're going to betray me and tell somebody else or whatever. Like that is holding on to drama that will serve you or like knowing that someone who is in your close circle or close group of friends does not have your back. That's drama that does serve you. Hold on to that. But in this circumstance, yeah. this person's kind of like in your periphery. Uh, you guys are nice and cordial, mm-hmm. but holding on to this uh, level of drama is not going to serve you or make your life better. And you're about to go on this cruise. You don't need to be this person's best friend, but releasing some of the drama and being like, look, I'm going to take this person at face value. If we're at the pool on the cruise together, then that's great. But I don't need this person to be Mm -hmm. my best friend and me holding on to this thing of, uh, uh, from the past, like, I don't know. I just, I, my worry for you is just that it might not serve you anymore. And if you release it and you relax yeah. it, then you might be like, oh, we hang out a little bit on the boat and then I go fucking do my own thing. And I'm meeting, you know, two kids from south of France who are on the cruise somehow. And uh oh, they knew how to juggle. Yeah. <laughs> they know they could teach me how to juggle. That's all right. Together all of a sudden. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, yeah. And I didn't say this, but we are going to be. Yeah, we're going to be with other families and sure. like my best friends coming. So like, I'm not worried about that. Mm-hmm. I just and I think you're right. Like. I don't have to be her best friend. I always say that too. Like, I don't have to be their best friend, but I will, you know, I'm not going to make the trip a bad time just because I don't necessarily want to be with her. No, a hundred percent. And I would also imagine that uh, if you're wondering about, okay, I don't want to be on this person. Think about how she probably feels. Cause I would imagine that she probably feels the exact same way and you're going to stay out of each other's way. But like people can sense when you have a stink towards them. (laughs) Which is the most foul yeah, no, way I could say sure. that. But like, I'm sure that she is aware of your feelings towards her and also just aware of the general kind of awkwardness of you guys are family friends. And there's something funny also where like family well, family friends are on such an interesting plane in high school because it's like your family friends, but then you kind of see each other at school and you're kind of supposed to be friends at school, but whatever, you see each other at holidays. Yeah, Yeah, and like our parents talk. Like our parents will literally, like our parents acknowledge that we don't like each other, which is the funny part. Cause like right, I yeah. rant to my, I'm close with my parents. She's close with her. So when they get together, cause they're, they're to that, together all the time. Yeah. They're like, Oh yeah, it's too bad. They're not friends. And it's just like, yeah. No. And I get, and also like I get to, I'm not, if this person has wrongdoing in the past, then it's like, you don't want to like, you want to be able to own that. And I totally understand that. I think just at, For sure. at, yeah. at certain times I have found that like, I don't like to have any bad blood out there. Hashtag Taylor Swift. Because I feel I like oh, my favorite big time because I feel like if I have like <laughs> an unsolved mystery of friendships past out there that I haven't at least made an attempt to be like, hey, like that was wild or like see somebody that I had some sort of falling out with and be like, hey, you know what? It's really great to hang out again. Like so I can kind of seal the deal on a couple of things. I like to put hot glue mm-hmm. everywhere I possibly can to seal up the creases because I don't like the Absolutely. feeling of being like there's some sort of thunderstorm that's brewing that I'm not addressing. So I would imagine that again, you don't have to confront this person to be like, we're so healed now, but if you just try to let it go just to teens, then you might have an easier time being a casual acquaintance of this person. Yeah. I think, I think I needed to hear that too, because you know, I should obviously, yeah, she's wrong me in the past. And I, I, 
I'm sure I've done some stuff that she's not too happy about, you know, exactly. like awkwardness and stuff. Right. But like, I definitely just need to be nice. Ask her, like I'll invite her to hang out. And like, if something, if she does bother me at all, I'll just kind of let it go and hang out with my other exactly. friends. Exactly. There we right, go, like, Paula. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much. Yeah. I think like considering the fact that like everything that happened was like, you know, I guess like the last time that she really probably like burst in my bubble was like about a year ago. We're in college now. Like, and she has grown a little bit. Like she's definitely, I can be around her a little bit easier now, yeah, you know, right. you, you know, it's, it's, it's not like, Oh, I have to be with her. It's like, okay, I have to see her, whatever. No. And I've had those people too, where like, you kind of like I've had family friends uh, and if they're listening right now, huge shout out where like we had kind of like odd or awkward relationships when we were younger, middle school, early high school, whatever. And then in my mind, I have the like vision of them uh, like, oh, man, I'm going to see them and it's going to be so weird because it was weird four summers ago or whatever. And then all of a sudden, yeah. like I'm an adult now, I'm out of college, but even in college, like I would see those people around and be like, oh, it's going to be, and it's like, oh, we're both like different now. Yeah, or like not, we're both past yeah, this in a way, you know what I mean? And it's like, oh yeah, like I can just kind of, mm-hmm. let's just throw that out and whatever. We'll just have this be what it is. It doesn't have to be, you know, the perfect thing, but it'll just be at least easier. I'm all about ease of use. It's just, yeah, you want your life to be as carefree and breezy as possible. I love that. That's great advice. Well, thank you so much for calling in and uh, have fun on the cruise. Do you like going on cruises? I've never been, but the thought of being on a boat feels scary. Listen, when your baby grows up, when he grows up just a little bit, take him on, like when he's like six or seven, please take him on a cruise. You you guys will have, those are like my best memories as a kid. Oh, really? I guess there's like Disney cruises and stuff that probably are really cool for kids, right? Yeah, I went on a Disney cruise like maybe when I was like 12 and it was just, it's such a fun experience or like the Royal Caribbean, Caribbean ones. Those are just great. So like, I, I honestly recommend. Okay. Now I'm just like it. plugging cruises. They like <laughs> need to pay me for the sponsorship. Now you're doing SponCon for Royal Caribbean. But anyway, um, Absolutely. I thank you so much for calling in and thank you for listening to the show. I appreciate it and have fun out there on the cruise on the wild. Series. Thank you so much. All right. Have a good one. Bye-bye. All right. There you have it. I think that's sometimes it's sometimes easy. I mean, it's obviously easier for me to say, I don't have any stake in these people's problems. Maybe it's easier for me to say, yeah, no shit miles, but no, I sometimes feel like uh, for a lot of friendship breakups and people being like, I broke up with this, me and this friend had a falling out and whatever. And we had a falling out two years ago. So when it happens immediately, it's like more annoying. Cause it's like, this is hurting my feelings in real time. And you don't want to deal with that. But I find that for so many people, the answer for like, oh, I had a weird experience with this person and now they're in my friend group or like I had an ex-boyfriend and now it's five years later and we're college. And it's like, let's just all take a big, deep breath. I get that if, if the feelings are hurting you now, that's different. But if the feelings were hurting you and you're trying to safeguard yourself from the feelings you had five years ago, you just got to take a big, deep one. And I'm not talking about a bong rip talking about breaths well (laughs) it just so happens that that's what leads us to our final segment of the show a segment we like to call get real and i guess i'll just hop right into it um i finally feel like i'm able to own the idea of being (laughs) a daddy 
<laughs> and I don't mean sugar. I mean daddy au natural. Um, more explicitly, I feel like I'm a father, which is kind of really wild. It happened very suddenly. And I think it's because my child had no awareness of really anything whatsoever. But recently, just from... It just slow... It kind of like was like, oh, I feel like I am a father to this child. Which is really, really interesting because I think that that is something that I did not feel when he was first born. Because I was just like, oh, no, we just had this thing. But I think the more I talk to him and he's like looking at me, and the more that I know that I can get a specific reaction out of him that other people can't. Or I know I could settle him in a way that other people can't. So I've just spent a lot of time with him. I feel like a father. And I'm really, really proud of Sarah, too. Because right now, I mean, she's working so hard. And I just feel so grateful um, for her and to have her as a partner. And we've said, like, obviously, the first several months of doing something like this are <laughs> doing something like this. First several months of this are doing fu- are fucking radical, dude. No. The first several months are so tiring. But I'm really excited because we've kind of got his... Uh, stuff on track a little bit we've been able to just really have so much fucking fun in the last couple weeks like giggling and doing bits and making jokes and when he goes to bed we're like up having fun and I'm really grateful for that Uh, I also I think all the time not to get on my soapbox even though that's literally the section the segment of the show should be called soapbox I cannot wait for when I just have like the end goal for me is just that I have so much free time that I can hang out with my son. He'll go to school. I come home. I'm jimming and jamming on little creative projects. And then like I make dinner and we go to bed and I don't fucking work at all. And this show is included in work because I like doing this show a lot. But I just think about all the time how there are so many people, all of my friends we're so valuable. They're valuable members of my community. They're valuable members of society. And they have to work these fucking shitty jobs. And it's crazy. It's crazy that we live in a country where you cannot make a living or uh, save any type of money or live in any type of place that's not full of rodents. If you work a minimum wage job or even beyond that, more than a minimum wage. If you work any entry level job, it's impossible to fucking save unless you have generational wealth. And I just that's been bothering me more recently because I've been getting more successful, and I really feel proud of that. And I still, I'm like, I'm doing great. I'm so excited. I'm so happy. But I just, I'm like, man, like, I feel so lucky to be where I am at, and I feel like I'm like, it's just fucking crazy. It's crazy the amount of work that everyone has to put in to to reach just a base level of enjoyment. Nine to six is a fucking crazy thing that everybody has to do. And that's not on me being like, if you're a boomer out there and you're listening, that's not me being a snowflake. That's me saying that like, you also should not have had to work that fucking much. I just, I don't know. I just have found that people are so much better off with more free time when they're cared for. And I think that that's been something that's been bothering me more and more. Because I just like, I know so many great artists and writers and whatever, that I think would be able to write if they just had their base needs met. Yeah, I don't know why that thunder kind of happened. I think it's because I see my, my son 
And I just... Do, I would rather... Like, I want to do anything I can to make sure that he has his base needs met so he can spend his time thinking about wonderful things and doing things he loves. And I just think it sucks that so many people don't have time to do the things that they love. Well, anyway, everybody, I appreciate you listening to the show. Um, I appreciate you spending this time with me on yet another triannual solo episode. Um, And by solo, I mean, I just talk to people on the phone. So it's really me and the guest, the guest being you, the audience. Uh, uh, uh. If you're out there, just remember that no matter who you are, no matter where you are, what you're doing or how much sauce you've spilled, perfection is only a call away. That was a HeadGum Podcast.